0: Our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yehuda, who says that there is no bishus by a blind person. The same way there is no din of Adam Zememim by a blind person, since it says necha, and necha is used by both. According to him, there is also no din of misis Bezdin or malchus by a blind person. Rabbi Yehuda adds that a Summa, a blind person, is also not included in the Halachas of monetary loss or Geil Hadam. He is also potter from doing all mitzvahs. Rabbi Yosef, who is blind, said... Whoever tells him that the halacha is like Rabbi Huda, that summa is pater mi mitzvahs, he'll make a suda for him, because if a summa is patr and I do do the mitzvahs, I'll benefit from it. But once he heard the din of Rabbi that gadol hamitzuve v'aisa mimisha ena v'aisa, that the sechar is bigger for a person who is mitzuve and doing a mitzvah than a person who is not mitzuve and doing the mitzvah, then he said he would make a suda for the rabbanan if they told him the halacha is not like Rabbi Huda, i.e. a blind person is chayav in mitzvahs. So now he is a mitzvah and therefore the skhar is greater. Kunches al-Adaf brings Rabbi Tam, Daf Kedushin, Aleph, ben Aleph, where he says that it's apparent from this incident that if blind people are exempt from mitzvahs, they nevertheless are permitted to recite a bracha upon fulfilling a mitzvah if they want to. If not, argues Teisviz, why should Rabbi Yosef rejoice upon hearing that he is exempt from mitzvahs? since his exemption from mitzvahs would deprive him of being able to recite brachas. Rabbeinu Tam further reasons that, accordingly, women, too, should be permitted to recite a bracha upon performing a mitzvah which they are not obligated in, such as lulav and sukkah, just as blind people may recite a bracha, even though they're not mitzvah in the mitzvah. Taisvis and Erevin, Vavam and Beis, however, while agreeing that a summa may indeed recite a bracha, disputes Rabbeinu Tam's analogy of women to blind people. Teisvitz argues that perhaps only blind people may recite a bracha, even if exempt from the mitzvah, because blind people are at least obligated mid to perform mitzvahs, as Teisvitz says here. Teisvitz explains the reason why the rabbanan obligated blind people to perform mitzvahs but not women is because blind people are biblically exempt according to Bihuda, from all mitzvahs, and they therefore can appear as Gentiles if they don't perform any mitzvahs. Women, however, are in any case obligated in many mitzvahs, i.e. those that are not mitzvahs, say Shazaman Grama. And therefore, the Rabbanon therefore saw no need to obligate them in additional mitzvahs. It's interesting that in, in many places in Shulchan Arach, this particular question is a machlekes mechaber in Rama. For example, by halal on can a woman make a bracha on halal or not? She's not mitzvah, and it's no mitzvah for her to say halal. According to the mechaber, she does not, and that in fact is the minig of the Sfarim that a woman does not make a bracha on halal on reshchedish. But the minig of the Ashkenazim, as is brought by the Rama, is that a woman does make a bracha on halal on reshchedish. The Mishnah. There is a Khumra when a man damages versus when an animal damages and that a man is chayev not only nazik but is also chayev in ripoi, tsar, Shevas, and bayshas as well. And if he causes a miscarriage, the mazik also pays for the child. If a man is mazik and evad ivri he must pay for all except unemployment when the evad belongs to him. Rabbi Yehuda says, there's no bayshas by an evad at all. If one damages a cherish shayt the cotton, you're chayev but if they damage, they're puter. And the same applies to an evad knani and an isha, since they don't own anyone. But once they become free, or she gets a get, then they must pay. If one strikes his parents and draws blood, which is a chiv, misa's bezdin, he's potter from paying because he's already misa, kumle bidarav The Gemara. If one damages the daughter of his friend, who is a ketana, even though the girl's property belongs to the father, damages go to the daughter. And finally, if a person injures his child, who is a cotton, he takes the money and makes a skula. What is a skula? He buys a safer tyra or a tree that produces dates. Rabbi Yehuda says there's no din by an Evet since the Pasuk says ish in and an Evet is not your brother therefore there is no din of The Rabbans say there is a din since he's is chayev in mitzvahs like a woman so he is considered to be like your brother. An Evet is pasul for Edus. The Gemara Darshan's different psukim which teaches this. However a ger is kosher for Edus. If a mother died and her son sold something while his father was alive and then the son dies, Rabbi Yehuda says the lekeach is not clean of the item Reishlaker says he is kaina. The question is totally whether we say or not. The Chachamim of Usha made a takana that says if a woman sells from her property, and then she died, her husband is allowed to take it from the Lakuchais. Remeir says it's also for a man to live with his wife even for an hour without a ksuba, because the purpose of the ksuba is so it shouldn't be easy for him to divorce her he'll think about it carefully, because if he divorces her, he'll no longer have to pay the value of the Ksuba. Shmuel says, if Ruben is a Malva, and Shimon owes him money, and Ruben has a Shtar Chayv, and sells it to Levi, and then Ruben is Meichob alone, the Mechila is good. Taisus and Kedushindaf, Memches the Rif, the Rambam, explain that really, in at there are no legal means of transferring a loan obligation, the way we have it here in our Gemara. They say that only through a special is the sale of loan obligations made possible. Therefore, even though V'takanas Shachamim validated the sale of a loan obligation, they do not divest the seller of his right to forgive the loan, which Minatira, of course, was never sold in the first place. The the same halacha would apply here, that even if a woman sells her rights to her ksuba, to an independent person, if she is then Michael or husband from paying her the ksuba, the mechila is good, and this independent buyer loses his rights to the money. If a woman has children, and she dies, and her husband goes and remarries, and then he dies, the children from the first wife have the exclusive rights to the Ksuba money. But technically the first husband, Yarshid. This is called Ksubas Benin Tzadik. Rava says Hektish Khamits Vishikhr Mafkiya If a Laiva set aside property within a paitiki for the Malva to collect, and then he is maktish this property, this Maisa uproots the Shibud of the Malva. And the same is true if he's Meshakra and Evid put aside, or if he gave Khamatz to a guy in Pesak. Okay? It's Mafgya the Shibar of the Malva. If Ruvain sold his Eved Knani to Shimon, but he stipulated that he wants to use him for 30 days, so Ruvain has a kinyan HaPerus, but Shimon has a kinyan HaGuf, so it's a Machlekes if we say kinyan peris ke kinyan HaGuf Dami or not. And it's a question, who has the din of yaim Yomayim, i.e. if a master strikes an Avid and he doesn't die within 24 hours, he's Pater. That's the din of Yom yaym, Yomayim. The Mishnah. If someone struck his friend on the ear, he must pay a salah for Vayshus. Rabbi Yehuda says, he has to pay a mona. If he spits at him, he must pay 400 zuzim for Baishas. The klawas all depends on how chashav the people are who are involved in the embarrassment. Rabbi Akiva said, even an anishabi Israel is considered as a ben and Baishas is the same amount no matter who is embarrassed. But if one embarrasses himself, no one is chayv. Gemara, a short time that first killed and then damaged, we go through the din of din and and stone the axe but we don't concern ourselves with Dine Muminus from cow number two. If, however, it was a Mu'ud, we process the damages and then we look at that for the killing as well. But if you first did the killing, it's too late for the Bezdin to be done the damages. But we must always assess the weapon or horns of the animal to see if it's capable to actually kill before we actually do anything to the animal. When we assess a damaged weapon, do we only do this for weapons that kill or even for, damage, for weapons that just do damage? My answer is we assess all weapons. The five payments Nezek, Tsar, Ripoy, Shavos, and Baishas, we assess and the Mazik must pay up immediately. For Ripoy and Shavos, we assess based on how long it'll take for him to get better. If they assess two weeks and he actually got better in a week, in one week, the Mazek still has to pay two weeks worth of Nezek, of damages, Ripoy, and so on and so forth, since he got better only because of Rachmanus from HaKadosh Barucho. If one spits at his friend, he's chayev only if it actually hits his body. But if it just hits his clothes, he's putter from Baishas. From here we learn that if one embarrasses his friend with verbal insult, he's putter from Baishas. It has to be something mamish, actual and physical. In the pasuk in perictes, vi ach dimchem edresh, I will seek your blood to your soul. Rebbe says, from here we learn, that it is usher for one to commit suicide, i.e. to harm himself. Rebbe says, if a person tears too much clothing, like kriya for a mace, he's over and baltashchis. And finally, one is not allowed to cut down a fruit-bearing tree before its proper time, unless the wood is worth so much and no other trees are available. Bez, the Mishnah. Even if one pays for shame, there is no forgiveness until you ask the person also for mechila. And if one doesn't forgive, when he's asked to give mechila, he's considered cruel. If Ruven said to Shimon, cut off my arm, and Shimon does it, then he's chayev for damages. Gemara. Rabbi said, If someone davins for his friend and he needs the same thing he's davening for, then he, the mispalel, is answered first. At this point, I'd like to tell over a very interesting misa that happened to me and a friend very recently. One very close friend of mine who was single, as well as myself, who also is not married, we decided last Rosh Hashanah that because of this gemara that says ha-mispallel hu-nene that he, during the month of Tishrei, would be mispalal for me, that I should get a shidduch bekarov, and I would be Mispal for him, that he should get a shidduch bekarov. turned out that a few months after these tefilas, he became a chassan, Baruch Hashem, and a few months after that tefilas that he said for me, I became a chassan. So it turned out that both of us were mispalal, chavera, and both of us were nana from that in a very short period of time. But what was even more interesting is that the night before his chasana, which was a Tuesday night, I took a plane to go to New York to his chasana. And on the plane, I was learning Tuesday night stuff as well as Wednesday night stuff. I wanted to get a blot ahead because I knew Wednesday night would be his chasana. It turned out that that blot, Wednesday night, which is the night of his chasana, is the blot, which is Daf Tzadik Beis, right here. And just as I was getting ready to close my gemara, as the plane was landing, I came across this gemara, which says, Al Exactly the Gemara that we used last Rosh Hashanah to be mispal for each other so that we should both become chasanim. Baruch Hashan that was mekuyum for both of us. And the fact that this showed up exactly the day of his chaseveh is very, very interesting. Anyway, where do we learn this from? Kolam We learned it from Eov, That Eov was redeemed from captivity because he davened for his friend. And we also learned it from Avram Avinu. But since Avram was mispal for Avi Hashem rewarded him with help for Sarah. As we see from the Pesach, Hashem pakad as Sarah. The if one has a neighbor who's a Russia, even if this person is a tzaddik, he'll be badly influenced by the Russia. If a person eats well, he will remove sickness from himself, as we see from Shmais Chof Gimel, as Hashem zu uberach zu pas People say that even though the wine belongs to the king, people thank the bartender anyway. And finally, people say if you drink from a well of water, don't pollute it, i.e. don't bite the hand that feeds you. That's We learn from Avram and Leit that if a person sticks around with someone who is wealthy, the wealth rubs off on him as well. If one complains that HaKadosh Baruch Hu about a friend, he will be punished first. Who Rabbi Yitzchak says, Woe is to the one who complains, and woe is to the one who is complained about. It. Rabbi Yitzchuk said, One shouldn't take the klola of a regular person lightly, since the klola of Avi Melech Ansara was Makayim, it was Bequiyam, a generation later, when Yitzhak became blind in his older years. And finally, if one gives stucca money to someone for watching, if it gets lost, the shaymer is potter. This marks the end of this parak. Now let's begin the ninth parak, Hagayzel Eitzim, the Mishnah. If Ruvain stole wood and made it into a keli, or stole wool and made it into a garment, he now owns them, since he made a This It's called a kinyin shinoy. So he must pay for the value to the owner. The call is that if you steal, you pay for the value of what it was worth at the shas geneva. Gemara. It's a machoikist tanoim if bleaching of wool is considered to be enough of a shinui to make a kenyan. Many Amoraim say, shinui bim koimei Even if a change takes place, the item still belongs in the rishus of the baylam. If one gives an object to a zaina, it becomes usur to use on the misbeh. If one gave her wheat and she made it into flour... Or he gave her grapes and she made it into wine, it's a machloikis if it's mutter for the mizbech. Bei says it's mutter, since shinoy is kaina, and Bei says it's not good, since shinoy loi kaina. If a kind steals an object and it goes up in value, if he wants, he can pay the original value and keep the profit, or he can say, Hare here is the item and keep it. Rabbi Lazar says, shinoy is not kaina when it comes to making a bracha, since it would be a case of mitzvah haba ba'bera. If someone is mafkir his vineyard, he is still chayev in matnasaniyim, but he's pater from giving meiser. Shmuel says the halacha is like Shimon ben Lazar, So if a ganev steals something, and the animal gets weak, and therefore depreciates, the owner can simply return it and say haray shalach lefanecha, since shinoi is not kain. Midaraisa shinoy is not kaina. So you return an item exactly as it is. Ay, but our mishnah says shinoy is kaina, and we paskin like a stamishna. mishnah. Of our answer is, we only say it's Kaina to encourage the gazlan to return it in order to be the mekayim, the mitzvah of hashava. This Mishnah was taught due to a particular misa, where someone didn't do tshuva because he was afraid of having to return everything that he stole. In the times of Rabbi, Rabbi Huda Anassi, there was a mice in which a robber became discouraged from doing tshuva by the thought of having to give away everything he owned in, in order to repay everything that he had stole. The Rabbanam at that time enacted a takana, granting amnesty and exempting Ganovim from any obligation to compensate the victims, i.e. anything that they did in the past, so as to facilitate their doing tshuva for the future. The Gemara, however, modifies this takana by saying that they did not exempt Paterap, a gazlan, or a gana from returning the stolen object if it's still in his possession. In other words, if he still has the item in his possession, that he's chayev to return. They only made him pater from paying for items that he no longer has. He stole the, ob- the object and therefore he did something, he, s- he sold it to somebody else, he got rid of it. Those things, they pactered him from having to give back. Also, the Gemara says that even after this Takana, the robber, nevertheless, even on the things that he got rid of, that he had stolen and he, and he disposed of, he still has a chi of latzeh spideh a moral obligation to pay for them anyway. People who steal from the public, for example, a shepherd, because his animals eat from everybody's field, their tshuva is a very difficult one, since they really don't know who to return the items to. So, what's the yetzah? It's to build things for the good of the tzibur. For example, a bench for people to sit on in the park. If one stole a female ram and removed the wool, and then it gave birth, Rameir says, You must pay back the ram, wool, and the child. Because we say, Shinibim Kaime Emedis, and he's not Kaina, Rabbi Huda says, The guysland keeps all the extra, he only pays for The ram that he stole, because we say Shinoy Rabbi Shimon says, the Gazlan keeps some of the extra, but not all. The Gemara says, there are five people who collect money only from the Chasim ben i.e., Nechasim, which haven't been sold yet, and can never collect from the Nechasim Mishubadim. If a guy improves land that was stolen, so the question is if he, the guy, can keep the Shvach, the appreciation. Gemara says, take you. If, however, there was a Shine Hashem, i.e., he made wood, for example, into a bookcase, that he is kaina of via shinah Hashem. If someone takes the teumas, the middle leaf of a lulav, and splits it in half, is this considered to be enough of a shino, and therefore it passels potl- the lulav or not? My answer, a split does not passel, only if he cuts off the middle leaf does it passel. If one stole dirt from his friend and made it into a brick, he isn't kinda, of, since it can't be turned back into dirt, was vice versa, then he is kaina, of, since it's hard to reverse it back to a brick, and even if he did, it's now considered a new brick, upon him, chadashus. The Mishnah. If someone stole an animal or an Evid, and it aged, the Gazlin pays back the value of the Shas Geneb. Remeir says, since the Evid has a din of Karka, the Gazlin can simply say, shalach If one stole Chametz, and it became User as Chametz pesach, he can still say, Hareshalach Gemara. The Halacha is like Remeir, that an Evid is considered like Karka, so the Gazlin can say, Hareshalach Rameer says when it comes to a shvuah Daraisa, there's no such thing as a shvuah to take something from someone's rishus, Only a shvuah to prevent someone from taking from your Rishos. If one lives in the Chatser of his friend, Shalemi Daite, does he have to pay rent or not? The answer he doesn't have to pay, since this is a case of Zanehena, Lechaser. The person who is living in it is getting Hana from it, but the person who field or whose or whose house he's living in wasn't really collecting rent so meanwhile it's not a case that he would be losing anything by having the person in the house. is If the damage to someone is easily recognizable the damage is worse than if it's a case of Hezik, Shein and think the gemara is in order to transfer Meisr Sheini to money, in other words the value to be paid it and so on it must be money which is kesef tsura, money which is actually in circulation not money which is not in circulation or money from previous kingdoms which are not really considered legal tender today. What is considered Matbeah Shel Yerushalayim? One answers if it's written David Ushlomo on one side of the coin and Yerushalayim Yer HaKodesh on the other. Tapsari khas. Rabbi says if someone threw his friend's coin into the Yam HaGadol and the water is clear, and you can see through the water, he's Pater, since he could say to his friend, go fetch it, there it is. But there are a lot of stipulations to this tour. Rashi explains that even if the only way the owner can get his coin is by hiring professional skin divers to get it for him, nevertheless, the mazik is putter, under the exemption of grama b'nizaken, indirect damage. However, if the water is cloudy, the Gemara says, then the ghazlan is chayev, since the coin is not visible in the water. So how is anybody going to go down and be able to see it at all? Therefore, in that case, he would be chayev. The a person cannot make something into miser unless the food is in his rishus. If a person rubs out the face of his friend's coin, he's potter, since it's only grama. He didn't actually take away any of the metal. He just rubbed out from the coin itself. Also, if he burns the shtar chayv of his friend, he's also pater since it's just a grama. He can say, I only burnt a piece of paper. But this is totally in a machlekes tanaim. Do we say, davar is kamaman or not? Rabbi Shimon says, chayv, and the chachamim say, putter. And finally, by chametz, it's a machleikas, if everyone holds. The Ganav can say harish or only Rabbi Yaakov holds us. The Mishnah. If someone gave something to a craftsman to fix, and the craftsman broke it, he's chayef to pay. If a builder was fixing a wall and he ruined it, he's also chayef. Taf tzadik tes, the Gemara. Someone who gave his talus to a craftsman, who fixed it, if it's up to 10 days that went by and the craftsman was not paid, then the one who gave the talus is not over on lay the Easter of delaying wages. But once the talus has returned to him, at midday, once the sun sets, at the end of that day, he's over on lay If a woman says to a man, take this medal and make rings for me, and I'll become married to you with the wages, I should have paid you for your work. Reb Meir says, she's mikudeshas. The chachamim say the marriage is not chal, until money reaches her, her hand, i.e. the kasef kedushin. He can't marry her with money that she owes him, if a person gave an animal to a sheichet to shecht, and the sheichet messed up the shechita, so he's chayiv to pay because he's poshea, he's negligent, and he should have been more careful. But if you asked the sheichet to do the shechita for free, he's like a shei and then if he ruined the shechita, he's potter. When judges come out of a psak din, one dayan shouldn't tell the loser of the case, you know, I voted in your favor, but it was the other dayanim, and they outnumbered me, they voted against you, that's why you lost the case. If one does this, Dayan does this, he's over on Rachelos. From the pasag of we learn different mitzvahs or hints to mitzvahs of G'milas Chasadim, B'ker Chaylem, K'vura, and doing mitzvahs beyond Ch'ev, and finally, if a Dayan gave out the wrong Psak, he said guilty when someone was innocent, or tameh when something was Tar, or Tar when something was tameh, the Psak stands anyway, but Rameir says the Dayan should compensate the one who lost the money incorrectly i.e. Ramirez Machayev by Dina Degarmi. At this point, we will conclude our shir. And in the next save, we will begin from the Mishnah on Dafkuf Amid Beis.
1: Yeah, I'm here, I need lo ya que lo y ve jodió emse yo voy se yo voy se yo voy se yo voy se yo voy yo voy ma amin amin be amu ani amin Moshiach, 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 ay, ay, Moshiach, 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 ay, Moshiach, 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 Take can do it, I can do it, I can do it, boy, Bagelo yakelo i me so yo voy. Hoy se ya voy. Hoy se ya voy. Se ya voy, se ya voy, se ya voy, voy. voy. Wie da ich sie Ich mach's <laughs> mach' mal wir lasse halt singen mit der sichre to live ein und dem schor schöre sira ella la la vita sicco ein und dem schor schöre la vita sicco ein und dem schor schöre sira la Jetzt mich Ich mach na nigen na na na